Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Today, we're going to consider three essential ingredients we all need more of to personally live healthy, happy, productive, and fulfilling lives, as well as to make this world a more peaceful and harmonious place to live. You might not easily guess what those three most important ingredients are. They are your neutrality, awareness, and joy. First of all, what's neutrality got to do with anything? Isn't neutrality about not taking sides? As in Switzerland being a country that's declared neutrality in relation to any other countries in conflict with one another? Well, yes, when you are neutral, you are neither for nor against anything or anyone. In neutrality, there is no resistance of any kind. You just are. For many people, the idea of neutrality may seem kind of boring. After all, isn't what makes sports exciting to so many people that usually it pits one person against another or one team against another to see who would win? Isn't that roller coaster ride of emotions what many people consider to be quote unquote excitement? Isn't there some saying about the thrill of victory? If we took all the emotional upheaval out of our lives, wouldn't our lives just be blah? Nothing much to talk about? As Shakespeare so aptly put it, a lot of people like to make much ado about nothing. And that is actually a big part of the problem. Way too many people are too quick to judge themselves and everyone else. Relatively few people consistently practice neutrality in relation to others and what might be going on in the world. The practice of inner neutrality doesn't mean that you cannot ever do anything. It actually means that you can find neutrality in relation to whatever you are experiencing and make decisions from that place of neutrality rather from a knee-jerk emotional and mental reaction. For example, how often has a well-intentioned parent jumped in to take over their child's life from an emotional reaction because it was about their child? Rather than looking from a place of neutrality, what would be the best action to take in the situation they just reacted to? When you do that, it rarely, if ever, ends well for anyone. Neutrality is absolutely necessary for you to have your own space to just be and access your intuitive knowing and truth. Whenever you are emotionally charged, you are not neutral and polarized one way or the other. 
Neutrality is needed for you to have much more of your full awareness. The less neutral you are in any situation, the less aware you are, the more polarized you are. Yet being neutral doesn't mean you don't care or don't have any feelings. You can become neutral to an angry reaction you may be having, for example. Then you free yourself from the angry reaction, which is just a mechanical reaction in your mind, not your conscious choice or response. When you are neutral, even if you are angry to start with, you find your space free from the anger and the anger no longer is your master. Neutrality allows you to become senior to whatever experience you may have or you may be having at any given time. Neutrality is also essential if you would like to access your inner truth and your intuitive knowing of that. That is why every spiritual master has taught that one has to empty one's mind of thoughts and emotions in order to meditate and to get to know one's true self. Neutrality literally opens the secret door inward to your limitless and eternal spirit self. When Jesus said, straight is the gate and narrow is the way that leads to life, having neutrality was part of what he was referring to. He also said that we are in the world, but we are not of the world. Neutrality is required in relation to the world to be in it, but to but not to be of it or to become it. Buddha referred to the same thing when he talked about the middle path. What was the middle that he was referring to? The middle is the point of complete neutrality, neither positively or negatively charged. The middle path requires neutrality, being aware but not resisting or engaging in either pole or side. In your mind, you are constantly needing to choose between one end of the dichotomy or the other. Yet the real choice is not between two opposite ends of the polarity, but to choose between spirit or the ego, between that which is forever undivided and limitless and that which is always divided and limited. Your neutrality determines what you choose. If you are neutral, you will be able to choose spirit. If you are not neutral, you will invariably choose the ego. The former is the straight gate and narrow way that leads to eternal life, whereas the latter provides a multitude of ways that lead to death. We say that emotionality of all kinds is charged. That is due to the polarization that is required to be emotional. Emotionality is not neutral at all. But then does being neutral mean you won't be able to experience love or joy? Quite the opposite. It is only when you are neutral to everything that you can go through that straight gate of neutrality to experience unconditional love and completely limitless joy. What we call love without conditions or limits is not technically an emotion it is precisely when we get off of the emotional roller coaster ride that we can experience the limitless, undivided state we call love and joy and everlasting peace. Would you like to be on that emotional e ride and call that exciting, or would you rather experience a joyous and loving peace? Far from being boring, neutrality is our inner gateway to 
bliss and freedom. Spirit being without division and therefore limitations or changes is absolutely neutral. So it is only through being neutral that we can experience the peace, the truth, the bliss, and the freedom of spirit. Those who'd settle for temporary excitement as a cheap surrogate for lasting happiness would be reluctant to seek neutrality. And neutrality being intrinsic to spirit also serves as our gateway to awareness. The more neutral you can be to all that you experience in life, the the more aware you can be of life itself. Well, for so many people in this ever-changing, (laughs) stress-filled, especially these days, world, (laughs) when they become absorbed in all that they're doing and what they need to do, one of the first things that they throw out is their neutrality and therefore the knowingness of who they really are. When we ask, who are you? We're asking about your beingness, not what you do. Your beingness is your inner spirit essence, the real you. Since you're spirit in nature, unless you find neutrality, you forget or end up ignoring your beingness or who you are. How often have you found yourself dividing your beingness from your doing? Well, true action or doing has to flow out naturally and effortlessly out of your being or your who you are. Yet, if you try to do something separately from who you are, then you disconnect your doing from your being. The more you do that, the less happiness and joy that you would experience in whatever it is that you are doing. Yes, you may get that report written on time for your boss at work or get your housework all done, but they won't bring you joy and happiness. Joy and happiness are within your very being, not in your doing. If you separate your doing from your being, You separate your doing self from the joy within your undivided beingness. How do you separate your doing from your being? It's easy. (laughs) People do it all the time. All you have to do is to decide that you don't want to do something, but you have to do it for your work or because the government requires you to do it or you'll feel guilty if you don't. Those are just simple little examples, but there are countless ways that we tend to separate our doing from our beingness every day. Then how do you not separate your doing from your beingness? How do you do things that flow out of who you are? Have you ever heard that expression, especially like in sports? He left everything on the field. Or in a different way, Hey, count me in. I'm all in. It means everything you did or do comes from who you are rather than having a part of you doing it while the main part of you is being unhappy that you have to do it or doing it half-heartedly. It means that the player, in the case of sports, put all of himself or herself into playing the game. I know when I'm 
all in doing something. That's not, that's when I'm the happiest. I'm just myself doing what I love doing. There aren't two of me with one me fulfilling some obligation and the other me holding out as rather, I'd, I'd rather be sailing. I'd, <laughs> I'd rather be vacationing. I'd rather be skiing or surfing or whatever it is. <laughs> Can you see that? In that case, you know, neither me would be happy at all, right? Yeah, because the me that would rather be vacationing, let's say, doesn't get to the vacation. And the me that is obligated to doing the work isn't getting any support from the other me. I've heard Raphael often telling others that when I teach, I put my heart and soul into it. That's another way of saying I'm all in. When you do things that way, you don't leave any part of you out. You're not dividing yourself between the doer and who you are. Doing becomes just a natural creative expression of who you are. So neutrality keeps you whole, undivided. It's when you polarize to one side or the other that you divide yourself artificially. Neutrality provides you with access to your inner creative power as well. You might call that inspiration. It's when you're neutral to everything that you can inspire yourself with creativity and power. In the Upanishads, Atman is described as one's real or true self. The Sanskrit term Sat-Chit-Ananda is often used to explain the essential makeup of one's true self or ultimate reality. It loosely translates as beingness, awareness, bliss, or joy. Sat-Chit-Ananda. When you are neutral, you are. That's your beingness. As you are, you are aware. Neutrality allows you to have that awareness which gets obscured when you're immersed in your emotional and mental reactions riling up in your mind. Neutrality also gives you access to the inner joy that you are made of. But whereas you naturally have certainty that you are because you can't, not be, <laughs> right? <laughs> if you weren't, <laughs> well, for one thing, you wouldn't be listening to our radio show for sure. <laughs> uh, you also have certainty that you are aware. You know, if you don't get nitpicky about how aware you are exactly or exactly what are you aware of, if it's just, are you aware or not aware? Every one of you would have to say, oh, I'm aware. I'm not maybe the most aware person in the universe, but I, I'm aware. I can hear you. I can feel things. I, I'm aware. I can see. You know, you have an experience. You can't have an experience of any kind if you're not aware. So beingness and awareness is kind of built in, and it's it's real to each and every one of us that, oh, yeah, if you, if you even – Think about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm 
I am and I'm aware. That's pretty, I'm pretty certain about that. <laughs> but the aspect, the third aspect, is much more elusive to most people. Even with the best of us, joy seems at best a periodic experience. I'm sure most of you have times in your life that you would say you were really happy. But you also know many times in your life that you weren't happy much at all. Or even in the course of a single day, you can recall periods of happiness and periods of not so happy. Yeah, or even kind of neither, happy or unhappy. So it's, it's a bit iffy whether joy or bliss is an integral part of your true makeup. It's not consistent enough. Uh, how, do you, how do you more consistently experience that aspect of your soul or psychic self? Well, of course, neutrality comes first. Then once you're neutral, what brings out your experience of joy or great happiness? Joy is experienced in its expression. So if you're withholding or closing yourself up from free expression of your inner being, you would be hard-pressed to experience any degree of joy. Well, we're coming right up to our first break, if you can believe it. And as we always do, we like to tell you what we're up to. We would both like to warmly invite you to still sign up for an extraordinary remote four teleclass plus a bonus Zoom Q&A weekend event coming up this very Saturday and Sunday, September 18th and 19th. And the overall title is The Joy of Creating Miracles. Celebrating Your Imagination, Clairvoyance, and Creative Self-Expression. That's a perfect title following this uh, show, that's for sure. All together, we'll be giving four two-hour teleclasses. That's classes on the phone. Somebody didn't know what that meant who posted on Facebook the other day on my site. Anyway, we'll be giving two, uh, or rather four, two-hour teleclasses, plus our special bonus Zoom post-class Q&A, Talk Story, and Social over this weekend. These are the titles of the classes. On Saturday morning, we will teach Imagining Beyond Your Limits, Opening the Door to Miracles with Your Imagination and Clairvoyance. And the afternoon class is, if you can see it, you can create it. Your Clairvoyance, Creative Power, and Miracles. Then on Sunday morning, we'll have When you're stuck, create a miracle, seeing new solutions clairvoyantly when nothing seems to work. And then the Sunday afternoon class is Be the Light of the World. See yourself clearly and creatively share the joy of being you. Plus, anyone participating in any one of the teleclasses during this weekend event can join us for our fun and profound bonus post-class Zoom Q&A, talk story, and social on Sunday following the last teleclass. Also, you get a discount if you purchase all four teleclasses. And if you can't make all of them, you will still be able to get the recording. For the full write-up and details or to sign up, go to our September calendar section of our website, michaeltamora.com, or call our office and speak with our amazing assistant, Noelle, who knows everything about what we're doing at 530-926-2650 weekdays during business hours specific time. 
We'll return in just a bit with your neutrality, awareness, and joy. We'll be right back. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tamora. Beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. We've been exploring your neutrality, awareness, and joy are essential ingredients to you living your psychic life and accessing the treasures within you. So we'll continue. And I'm going to pass this back over to Michael to finish his thoughts. Yes, before the break, you know, I was uh, talking about the, the joy factor, right? The, so we have the beingness, awareness, and joy. And what I was mentioning uh, before the break was was that we, none of us really have a problem having pretty, pretty much certainty that, yes, we are. I am. I am. Here I am. <laughs> like Popeye said, I am what I am. <laughs> and that's all I am. <laughs> and I like yam, too. So, <laughs> but Actually, you like Japanese spinach. Sweet, sweet yeah, potatoes. Well, yes, I prefer the Japanese sweet potatoes. Uh, white ones in the side and kind of reddish purple on the outside. Very delicious. Anyway, <laughs> I'm getting hungry. Uh, so then awareness. You know, we don't have a problem with that in, in terms of, yeah, I am made up of awareness. It must be because there's not a time I'm not at least, you know, somehow, somewhere, I'm aware of something at any given time. Huh. Except perhaps when you're, you're in a coma or whatever. But, oh, anybody who's had an out-of-body experience you might not be aware of what was going on in the body end of things, but when you come back, oh, if you retain your awareness of what you were aware of outside the body, you, you come back and you go, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what, what you guys were doing here with my body, but <laughs> uh, uh, where I was, this is what I, what I experienced. I was aware. 
And you'll find that even after death, the body's not aware, but you are. Ah. So awareness is integral, intrinsic aspect of our essential makeup. But the third aspect, bliss or great joy or everlasting joy, right? That one where I was mentioning that everyone has, you know, all of us have times where we felt at least momentarily a great joy. And and that's why so many people say, oh, yeah, what was the your, your most happiest, happiest time in your life? And a lot of people can name a few times. Well, but then when you start to have awareness of yourself more and more, there's so much you can't answer that question anymore. I've been asked, you know, what was the happiest time in your life? Well, I have so many. But all my experiences of great joy have always been when I was giving, when I was loving, when I was sharing of myself. That's the secret. You have to be sharing. You have to be giving. You have to be in, in a loving space. Then you get to tap into that incredible joy, that never-ending joy that is within your own <clears throat> being. And that's why it seems to most people like joy is hard to come by and it's not part of your in- intrinsic makeup. No, it is. It's just that with beingness and awareness, you're just being and you're just aware, but with joy, you have to express it, ah, especially here in this world of time and space. <coughs> oh, yeah. You have a choice here, right? Choice here to withhold. I'm not going to talk to you. You know, I'm not going to express myself. I'm just going to have a poker face. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll have to continue to breathe, but, but I'm not going to give you any telltales of, you know, where I'm at, where I'm at, or who I am, or what I'm thinking, or anything, huh? But how about when you express yourself? You openly express. You you don't hold back, huh? That's when you start to be able to access that deep, profound joy that's part of your inner makeup as as a soul. So. Anytime I experienced any degree of tremendous happiness or joy, I was doing something I loved doing or expressing my love in some way to someone, anyone, hamster, mm-hmm. a placostomous. <laughs> That's a little, the little fish. Yeah, the, the very, the yes, very Jurassic aquarium. looking uh, sucker fish on, in the Bottom of the, the bottom feeder. <laughs> Sometimes on the side. Yeah, on the sides. Very cute. Well, it could have been a, you know, expressing my love in some way could have been just a simple smile or laughing. Or it could be as involved as working on a very complex, artistic, creative project. You know, it, or it could be just writing, teaching, singing, whatever. 
I've never experienced any kind of joy or happiness when I was withholding. Ah, or in some kind of stasis, just not going anywhere, not expressing anything. And the secret in experiencing that joy is in the giving, the loving expression of yourself. That's what giving is. That's what sharing is, is you're offering a loving expression of who you are. And part of who you are, besides being and aware, is joyful, joyous, ecstatic, bliss. Was I sharing myself in some way? With whom? When I was in experiencing great joy and deep meditation all by myself. Yeah, of course I was sharing myself. But with whom? I was sharing my inner self with myself, with God, with the limitless spirit, whatever you want to call that, with that which is. I wasn't talking out loud. I wasn't singing, dancing, jumping around. Not that kind of expression. Expression, self-expression, creative self-expression doesn't have to be overtly physical because that's the body. Yeah? And you can use your body to express more of your inner self. But the body could be just quietly sitting there, just breathing gently. But you could be fully expressing your inner self. So sharing can be in stillness and quiet or in activity and with a lot of fanfare. The practice of being neutral, being aware, and expressing who you are as spirit is an ongoing practice in living much more of your soul or psychic life. These three parts, your neutrality, your awareness, and your joy are essential to living more of the miracle that's your life as spirit here in this world. That's saying quite a bit there. Well, I'd like to share some ideas of illustrating the practice of neutrality, being aware or expressing or experiencing joy. And, you know, this is a world where all kinds of drama happens. Either we, it comes right from us, we create it, by our, the decisions we make, or sometimes it comes out in left field. And just because that happens doesn't mean you deserve it or anything like that. It just means right in front of you is your life lessons happening. And learning to respond at first in awareness and neutrality, <laughs> the joy usually comes later because we're on a timeline here, um, but with practice, the joy can come. But if we start with awareness and neutrality, it will lead us to the right way to handle situations that are um, very intense or upsetting, and it gives us more space to just be while we are going through these experiences. Planet Earth was not designed for you to come in and lay on a couch, watch TV all day, or lay on the beach with a Mai Tai in your hand, although we do all have moments doing those things. But as your activity, your life lessons, your experiences pop up, then it's time for you to go into action with your awareness. 
first, something's in front of you. You know, if you're aware, okay, this is this is something that's in front of me, so it's my lesson. Or sometimes you have to discern if maybe it's not your lesson. It, it may belong to someone else, and you have to turn that hot potato over to someone else. But most of the time, when something comes into your life, there is a lesson in there somewhere. So one of the things, practices I like to do in finding neutrality, I call it telescoping back. So if I'm looking, if I'm right in the middle of something, you know, it feels bigger than you. You know, it's a big picture of something that's going on. So if I telescope myself back and can look at more of what's going on around that experience, it gives me a lot more space in a way to create solutions as well as to see why that is there in the first place. One of the things um, I'd like to talk about is uh, when we're facing a crisis, because I'm seeing this in a lot of people right now, and crises are very difficult to deal with because it's a right here, right now kind of situation. The one thing that I see a lot of people do, and I did in the past when a big crisis happened, is there's usually, when I look clairvoyantly, when somebody calls me and says, I'm in this crisis, and I do the telescoping back to see the bigger picture, what I usually see is that person has four or five mental image pictures in front of them that are telling them what the crisis is and what the horrible results are going to be if if this isn't done or that's not done and so on and so forth. And they're running, they're just going through a loop of running their energy through each one of those pictures. It's going through one, and then if you go, well, that's just a picture, and if you step back, there's actually creative solutions to that. And they'll go, yeah, but then the next picture comes <laughs> up, and then and then you say the same thing. You know, if you step back from that and you move to your creative energy, you can start to find creative solutions to that. That third picture, sometimes that sometimes one of those sets of pictures isn't even theirs. It's one that their mother ran when they were in utero or something. It just and it makes them feel very helpless and unable to do anything because they're like a little baby that doesn't know anything. And I'll point that picture out and you know the it's not that it's hopeless because that person has those pictures in front of them. It's just they're running their energy through them and they're not giving themselves space to step back from those pictures. So we have this tool that that we uh, teach, which is showing them the picture and then having them take that picture, put it into the image of a rose that you imagine, and just boom, exploding that picture in a flash of light and just de-energizing it. It doesn't take doesn't get rid of the picture. It just takes the energy out of it so you can be back in the center of your head where you are able to more access your information and how you are how you can solve it or how you can be creative and move away from that crisis. Well, yes. And a lot of the solving part once you start to really practice this of finding your neutrality and being aware as you, like Raphael said, when you start to recognize, oh, this is just a mental image. It's just a picture in my mind. Huh. And a lot of people don't get that right away because when they hear the word picture 
or image. They think about, you know, photo, photographic images or a computer. Uh, when you're looking at your computer, your phone, and you see all kinds of images, videos and photos and, and animation, all kinds of images. So they, they associate all images must look like that. But it's uh, uh, images in your mind, yes, definitely. There are, you would find, you know, when you have an incredibly clear memory of something, some experience, whether it was great or well, horrible, you have this like a photographic image, clear as day, exactly where you were, who was there, and what was what color, you know, clothing they were wearing, and hairstyle, everything you can examine that one image of that one moment in your experience, and say, oh yeah, that's exactly where it was, and and he was behind that wall, and she was over here, and da 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 da, and I said this, and they said that. You remember everything clearly, but then a lot of times in your life, past experience. When you go, yeah, I kind of remember. Yeah, I think I was there. <laughs> I'm not too sure, but I think that happened. And and so, so that's, you know, there's clear images like that because it's you remember it on the physical world level. But when I was a kid, so much of my memory when I think of, okay, what was I doing? You know, where, what was important to me when I was in second grade or whatever? And I look, retrieve some of my memory. Well, my memory isn't in the body necessarily. It's from about 10 feet above my body looking down at my body and goes, oh, yeah, what's going on down there? <laughs> because uh, awareness goes wherever you are. Right? Awareness is part of your makeup as spirit, not the body's makeup. That's why when there is no being, no spirit in the body, not only do we call the body dead, but there's no awareness. There's none. It's you're the awareness. So wherever you are, that's where you're going to be aware. We're coming on our second break already, so I have to interrupt Michael's train of thought here. But we'd like to let you know about our next teleclass in our uh, Create and Transform Your Life Psychic Energy Work for Your Career and Work Life series, which is part of our You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think teleclass series, which will be on Saturday, September 25th from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. The class will be on Whose Problems Are You Taking Home? Energy work to heal yourself from your work. Join us on your phone from anywhere and learn to heal yourself in relation to your work. We'll provide you with invaluable psychic tools to do energy work in this area of your life. For all details and to sign up, go to our September events calendar section at our website at michaeltamura.com or call our office at 530-926-2650. During normal business hours, specific time, Monday to Friday, and speak with our assistant, Noel, who has all the information about what we're doing. In just a couple of minutes, we'll continue to explore your neutrality, awareness, and joy. We'll be right back. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. 
And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must-read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow, beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Well, it's wonderful to have you back. Today we've been looking at what your neutrality Awareness and joy have to do with being on your spiritual path, living your psychic life, and experiencing miracles. In fact, they are the basic ingredients to your spiritual makeup. So let's keep going with our exploration. And we have, surprisingly, a caller. So I'd like to go ahead and have Matt, our producer, open up the mic, and we'll say hello to Laura in New York. Lana. Oh, all right. I guess I better change my glasses. Hi, Lana. This is Raphael. Yes, hi, Raphael. Hi, Michael. Hi there. Hey. How are you? Hi. I'm hey. okay. Thank you so much for taking my call. And I just want to say how much I love and appreciate you for <laughs> just oh. Yeah, so what can for, we do for you? Uh, well, I used to be much better at being, um, you know, in neutrality. Mm. <laughs> and... Now, I'm not managing that well, and as hard as I'm trying to, you know, practice and use all the tools, and I have my meditation practice, uh, something is going on right now <laughs> that, you know, it's, it's even harder when you don't know if it's you, you know, you're supposed to be doing something differently, or if it's just what's happening in the world, or mm-hmm. maybe some old trauma that's coming up, so <laughs> I'm wondering yes. if you could tell me something about that. Yes, I think you're you've done a great reading on yourself. <laughs> I think you got all all the main points because the very first thing that I, I as soon as you start to talk that's you're very very sensitive. You're very psychically sensitive aware. And you know, it's and you're calling from New York, correct? Yeah, uh, but this is all over the world at this point. It's just the energy is really intense in the world on pretty much anything. You can mention any topic and it's intense. <laughs> and Hot topics. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you're, you're tuned in because you're a healer. You're interested in the well-being and welfare of other people. And so then... On a normal level, when the world isn't going 
bonkers and in so much conflict and turmoil and in so much loss and everything. And in, in fact, in New York, especially the center of 9-11, it was just a, a few days ago, the, the 20th anniversary. There's an enormous amount of energy, enormous amount of emotional energy. It's the energy is nothing that but no neutrality much at all as far as what's coming out and and there's an incredible amount of it's, this isn't so much negative there's an incredible amount of healing that's going on especially on the emotional level for people on everything and so which means the one of the first parts of really deep healing that everyone goes through it doesn't matter who anyone is is to let go of the past, you know, the stuff that they've been holding on to because they didn't know what to do. But when the healing begins, it's it just means it's become safe enough. It's it's like coming out. You know, if if you are in a very small minority or in a uh, what would you call it a category where people are prejudiced, have a lot of prejudice against that or something, and and you decide, okay. I might lose my job or I might, you know, lose my relationships, but I need to speak up and say, this is who I am. This is where I'm at. And this is what, <laughs> what I'm interested in. And so, so it's, it's like healing is like coming out. And when you do, you're just finally saying, okay, it's safe enough. I, I can make it by expressing myself. And so people start to release all the long held, uh, very intense emotional levels finally and so that's being done on a mass scale around the world and and in recent times there's been so much loss so much grief so much you know anger where's the joy yeah where's the joy where's the neutrality and the main thing I see you having difficulty with, yes, yes, some some of your old trauma, you know, your traumatic and, and, and emotional things, especially like from childhood, does surface because this is the time of healing. But also being sensitive, you match other people's energies and then whatever you have of the same kind starts to come out. But what you have is just a small, small, small fraction of what's out there in the world. But it's so intense out in the world, it even brings out the little bits of residue that you have left over from your past, you know, emotional upheavals. Uh, even, let's say, like Raphael is talking about, even as, as a baby and, and just feeling powerless and helpless, to, I can't do anything. Somebody has to help me kind of a thing. So those things do come up underneath it all. But the main thing that's stimulating all that is you're tuned into the energy of people around just in a large scale and you're being overwhelmed by it. And a lot of people are going through the, the energy that's coming out is, you know, a lot of hopelessness, powerlessness, helplessness, but that's not where the people who are releasing that energy are really at. No, they've, They've been there, done that. This is the energy from the past. So this is a time of healing and letting go of that. There's tremendous new hope that's coming in. But because what the general mass of people are releasing are a lot of their past hopelessness and helplessness, it's hard to experience 
the hopefulness and the joy that's under, that's coming up from underneath all of that. It's been buried. And, and so what you're experiencing is the negative stuff. That's the past stuff, both mostly and everybody else, but a little bit also in yourself as it's coming out too. And so the main thing and, and the difficulty I see you having with your finding your neutrality, like you said, you were much more neutral before. Well, that's why it's, it's, this is happening. Your neutrality that you have, that is intrinsic part of you, is starting to let go more instead of holding on to it. When you let go of it, you become more aware of it. And as you become aware of it, you're sometimes confusing being neutral as feeling neutral. The, what you're feeling has to be neutral. No, that's not neutrality. That, that only happens if what you're feeling like, let's say, the world is neutral, <laughs> which, if ever, it rarely happens. <laughs> but but uh, the world is never neutral, but right now it's very, very not neutral, the energy in it. So as you're experiencing the world around you and people around you, and there's a lack of neutrality in that experience. So you're not feeling the energy that's neutral, but... Neutrality is you deciding and knowing, being aware that, oh, yeah, I don't have to react to this. Being neutral means, oh, I could feel other people's incredible grief or sadness or anger or hate or hostility, but I could be neutral about that. I said, yeah, that's, that's oh, yeah, I feel that, you know, pain intensely or I feel that uh, anger intensely, but I don't have to become it. That's neutrality. Do you follow? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what I see you having trouble with is being so sensitive. You're used to just feeling what you're feeling and you're trying to make what you're feeling neutral, but that's never going to happen because what you're feeling is not neutral. But you Mm -hmm. still can be neutral. And I do see if you weren't at least mostly neutral, you wouldn't even have been able to ask this question. That's right. So you're actually pretty much right on. You just need to give yourself wow. a little credit, a little validation that you, you do know what you're doing. You do know what's going on. <laughs> and then the other one is not, or choosing not to dramatize your, the reaction you feel. You know, that's that's our tendency. We're very dramatic beings. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we love to scare each other. And um, sometimes some people like to even do things like go on carnival rides that scare them or watch horror movies that scare them <laughs> because they get a thrill out of it. And it's it's sort of har- sort of harmless. But I don't know. I found horror movies kind of harmful to the mental body. But really just choosing not to dramatize it and and starting to be able to recognize when you're looking through, let's say, the lenses of uh, or the pictures, like I was talking about earlier, of the past or what's right or someone else's opinion and just really let yourself experience what you're experiencing. And it, that neutrality will give you the space to... Um, Ask yourself, is this mine? Mm-hmm. One of the things I was noticing is, is your mother alive? No, she's not. 
Okay, there's some kind of emotional energy in relationship to your mother that you're still processing. And that's that's been coming out recently. Um, you have kids? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, well, whatever the situation you're in, you're working on your mother's energy. And it was very emotional at the time of her passing. And, um, you know, it's to me, it, it looks so strong that that's why I thought maybe she would still be alive. So, you know, that's a passing thing. And um, I wanted to mention one more thing about um, about the neutrality is it's it's what, let's say, the doctoring profession tries to teach in professional distance so young doctors don't get all caught up in the pain and suffering of their patients. But it's not cold like that. You know, a lot of what happens is a lot of um, young doctors will actually shut down emotionally. And that will turn off your a lot of your sensitivity. Instead, just being able to recognize, oh, this is what's going on with this person and this is what I can do to help them or myself. And you're naturally a tremendous healer. So you're always looking to help other people. And that's one of the things that has been difficult for you, too for a while, it's not being able to feel like you're actually doing a lot of good. But know this, you are. Because the first thing in healing is compassion. And you have a lot of compassion for people, especially people who are going through hard times. And the main thing for you is learning to just not take it on. You can't solve it for them. And especially if you think that it's yours, uh, and you want to so- solve it, now just put it in the rose like we've got, you know, ground yourself, put it in the rose and just explode it. Say, so, oh, yeah, that's, you had the right question. Is it mine or is it somebody else's? For you, it's, look at the percentage. Oh, it's 85% somebody else's and 15% yours. Okay, so if you take care of the 85%, let it go. 15%, you're going to be able to, it's, it's a breeze to deal with that. Plus, it's yours, so you can deal with yeah. it. Well, thank you so much for joining us on our show today, Lana. We hope to hear from thank you again. Thank you both so very much. Thank you're you. very thank welcome. You. Take care. You're very welcome. Okay. Well, another thought I wanted to add here is in daily practicing all of these essentials, one is when you are going through your day and you have your challenges and you're finding that you're going into that non-neutral place is ignoring practicing ignoring the yeah buts the yeah buts yeah but this and yeah but that (laughs) and okay um michael is pointing out to me that we're coming to the end of our show for today so i better do this bit here we're so grateful that you joined us today and we're really grateful lana joined us as well Be sure to join us again next Wednesday for our episode, What Does Your Psychometry Tell You? Is it true that you and everyone else has an innate ability with which you can just hold or touch an object and download all kinds of information from it? Yep. Tune in to our next show and find out more about it. Remember, too, our transformational remote teleclass weekend event is happening this very Saturday and Sunday September 18th and 19th, and for those of you listening later, this is in 2021. The title is The Joy of Creating Miracles, Celebrating Your Imagination, Clairvoyance, and Creative Self-Expression. Check our website for details or call our office at 
303-926-2650 for details or to sign up with our assistant, Noel. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. We'll see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.